Hello everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Unfiltered Talk with Bryce. It's me, I am your host, William Bryce. Today we have a mock draft special, since the draft is actually tonight, uh, round one I should say, so we're going to do a round one mock draft. We're also going to talk some NFL because there's been other NFL news, but we're not going to go as in-depth, and then we're also going to talk Mortal Kombat. So, I think we are going to jump right on in with Mortal Kombat. Alright, and we are back. Um, Kendall, do you want to give your... Well, we both watched Mortal Kombat on Friday. So, Kendall, do you want to go a little into depth about your opinion on Mortal Kombat? Well, it's about a two-hour movie, and um, first off, I, I found there was no part of the movie that didn't have action that was keeping me going with it, so if I had to give it a natural rating, I'd give it an 8.5 out of 10. Honestly, I thought it was a fantastic movie, they did a really good job depicting the storyline, did a really good job depicting this friendship between Kung Lao and uh, Liu Kang, did a really good job showing the rivalry that Kano and Sonya Blade have, and also showing the importance of Raiden to Earthrealm. Now, the one thing I was a little frustrated with is how they predicted uh, Reiko, because he's a human being, and they made him kind of look like a little bit of a giant. But uh, honestly, I thought it was a fantastic movie. If I were to rate it, it would be 5 out of 10 at best. This was so disappointing. You're telling me that you have a whole story with Scorpion and Sub-Zero on the picture. We literally get... Five minutes of Scorpion in the entire film. Because it's not about Scorpion, Bryce. No, it, it is. But literally, Kendall, if you have more Scorpion and Sub-Zero on the picture, the casuals are going to want to see Scorpion versus Sub-Zero at all times. And that's ridiculous, because that's you just putting what you want in the movie. No. And saying because it's Kendall, not what you Scorpion is movie. literally the face of Mortal Kombat. He's not, though. Yes, he is. No, he's not. Scorpion is the Liu face. Kang is. No, Bryce. he's Even not. Tobias Boone came out and said it's Liu Kang. So this is the thing. You're not a real Mortal Kombat Yes, I am. No, you're, yes, not. I am. you're not a real Mortal no, Kombat fan. Kendall, Kendall, why introduce a new character if you're not going to do anything with him? They did. He's, he's going to be the champion of Earthrealm. But Bryce. include him in the games from now on. They will at some point. They're not putting him in 12, 11 or 12. Johnny Cage, the new movie. Johnny Cage wasn't in, wasn't in it, which is terrible. Bryce, basically you're doing if they don't have your favorite character, no. this is a shitty movie. That's Kendall. not the case. No, there was literally no story at all. There was all no, story. There wasn't. The entire thing was a whole story, Bryce. It was about Cole coming into his own and finding who he is, Bryce. It's a great movie. It was a really, really well-made movie. My thing is, I don't remember. I watched the whole thing. I don't remember a single bit of Mortal Kombat. I don't. That's because you were just pissed off the whole time there was no Johnny Cage. No, no, I watched... I followed along. They were setting up. I for, don't. They were remember. setting up for the second movie. It was super forgettable, and that's because you're just not a real Mortal Kombat fan. It was fan, right? super. If you're a forgettable. real Mortal Kombat fan, the movie was amazing. The movie was fantastic because you were happy to see some sudden characters you haven't seen in a while, like Natara and Reiko, and honestly, even Cabal on the big screen was fantastic to see. Yeah, Cabal was nice. Seeing Cabal was like, nice. Seeing Kung Lao was nice. You don't even understand but the fact Kendall, that like, this movie was meant to set up for the next next movies and the next game. But the guy that played Kung Lao looked nothing like Kung Lao does in the games. Are you kidding me? Liu Kang was too skinny. Okay, Bryce, we get that. It's not that big of a deal. They're going for something different. 
Liu Kang, when he first started his training, started out ridiculously thin. But my thing he is... He wasn't the champion of Earthrealm at this point. But... Yeah, but even then, before... If you look at the one in 1995... Okay, stop comparing it to the one in 1995 and the movies. the one in 1995 will always be the best Mortal Kombat. Bryce, you it can't will. compare the movies because they're two different entities. When you talk, but, but when you talk, movies. but when you talk, nineteen ninety five Mortal Kombat. No that is literally that Mortal is Kombat. literally the epitome of Mortal Kombat. No, the 1995. no one's talking nineteen ninety five. Are you Kombat. kidding me, Kendall? We're not talking. Are that. you We're kidding me? Twenty twenty one, brand new version. Twenty twenty one Mortal Kombat will always be compared to the nineteen ninety five one. No, Bryce, it's not. No, because it's not because it's a whole different movie. Bryce. No, it's not. It's a whole different movie with a whole different premise. The only thing that's different about this. Is that fact that there's a new character no one's heard of? The fact this thing, 1995, is a great movie, but it didn't do it didn't do justice to the actual game itself. It didn't just do justice to the fatalities. It didn't do justice <clears throat> to all kinds of crazy things that can happen. We saw Goro again, and he looked amazing. Yeah, but Goro looked just as cool with the 1995. No, he looked fantastic in this one, Bryce. Yeah, but he still looked... Raiden was legitimately an Asian guy. Raiden is not an Asian in yes, the game. No, no, he's not. He's in the comp, Bryce. He is meant to be an Asian guy. Stop, Bryce. Try to whitewash Raiden. No, but if you look... Yes, because the game makers have done a bad games, job. Okay, he's Bryce. always looked white in Bryce, the games. Because the game makers have done a bad job. He's from Japan. Raiden is from Japan, Bryce. So don't be acting like Raiden's some freaking white guy, Bryce. Stop whitewashing him. I don't know how I felt about Sonya either. Sonya was fine. Jax was great. I loved. I loved Jax. Jax was fantastic. The Jax guy who played was Cole awesome. was awesome. Joe Talisman was great at Sub Zero. Honestly, the guy who was played Scorpion was sixty. He was awesome. The guy who played Shang Tsung was a little underwhelming, but that was fine. I know. Be, well, to be fair, the only issue, is, the only issue fair. I really have with the movie is I felt like they rushed the final battle to happen. But to be fair, it's hard. To compare anybody like, else, I kind of wanted Shang to see Tsung. an actual Mortal Kombat tournament, but it's okay. Yeah, and that's what the original Mortal Kombat had. Yes, it was Bryce, literally but, a tournament. Bryce, but you realize they were even talking about how the tournament's going to happen, and they have to get all their warriors. So you, so this was just setting. But up they the killed. They literally, literally killed off. Hey, Kung spoilers! Sorry about that, guys. They literally it. killed off. Okay, Bryce, in the second Annihilation... Kung Lao, but... In Annihilation, they killed off Johnny Cage. That was post-Mortal Kombat, though! Bryce, it doesn't matter. There's always post-Mortal Kombat. In Mortal Kombat, there's a Mortal Kombat Kombat tournament every ten years. (coughs) But... Also, Bryce, you realize they're just going to set up for Quan Chi to resurrect him. Oh, please bring... That that was another thing, like, Quan Chi didn't end up bringing back... Quan Chi's an overrated character. But... Quan Chi... Brought back Scorpion. Yes, that was weird, the fact that they didn't make that happen. And uh, so I was reading about it, they didn't have the budget. They didn't have the budget to put all that. They had spent so much on their, like... You literally get They spent an, so much on their ass, on their special effects and their CGI. You literally get an actor and put him in white Yes, paint. Bryce, but are, are you really going to do that with the whole movie looking as good as it has? But no, no, you you don't understand. Like you don't, you don't. You can't CGI Quan Chi. You can and you, you will. You can't CGI Quan Chi. You can and you will. Because if you don't want, if you don't happen, then if you don't do that, it ends up looking like the Sub Zero Mythologies game, and that was terrible. But you don't, you don't no. CGI Quan Chi. You have to. No, Quan Chi. You want to see what Quan Chi looked like in that game? Needs to be included. I think I know what he looks like. I think I know what he looks like. We're gonna find out. Yeah, I think I know what he looks like. But Mortal Kombat was so disappointing. 
That the, that's what he's gonna end up looking like. You don't want that. He you don't didn't want that look face. terrible. Look at how crappy that looks. No one wants it a little but, like that. But you can, Kendall. Then you can't CGI Quan Chi. You can, and you will. You're gonna have to CGI him. This is that simple. You're gonna have to CGI Quan Chi. But you CGI thing. They CGI Cabal. Yeah, but that's because Cabal literally. Uh, you can make a mask. That mask is too complicated. No, it's not. And it's really not, Bryce. It's not that complicated. You could CGI a mask. And then you could make a mask. But my thing is, you don't need Reiko. You don't. Reiko need... worked out well. But he, you Bryce, don't. No, Reiko helped for the story. He did. He was a, he was someone for Jax to battle through. Then get rid of get rid of Nathan Jones's Reiko and put Quan Chi in the game. And no, he put, wouldn't have done anything for that. If you want to have anything, you have to make it Ermac or something like that because he's the one who actually took off the arms. Or actually put Reptile. In st- no, that worked out well, Bryce. You, there's no real casting. There's no real way of making Reptile a human. He's not a human. In the game's Mortal Kombat, Reptile no, is literally a ninja. Bryce, uh, for the first two, you dingus. Or you, no, no, no. You watch the progression of this, and he turns into a reptile. He turns into a lizard, Bryce. He literally turns into a lizard. Look at the progression of the games. I know. From MK1 to Deadly, Deadly Alliance. But still. No, no. To even MKX, but he's still. a lizard. No, he's a lizard. He still Bryce. has... No, he... Bryce, you don't understand, though. You don't understand, Bryce, because I've read about the continuity. Reptile loses his mind and he turns into full lizard. You don't understand the continuity. I've read this. I've read through all of it. I've read through the MKX comics. I've read through all this stuff. He loses his mind and goes full lizard. Okay, let's get into some of the um, Easter eggs that we saw. Oh, okay. Well, obviously, so the first one we saw was the Kotal Khan reference. Yeah. There's that a Nightwolf reference. Yeah, the Nightwolf was before Kotal Khan. Nightwolf was saw. before Kotal Khan. That was the first one I saw. Of course, they had the Johnny Cage yeah. reference at the end of the movie. But you, you do realize, they, did you notice how they didn't show Johnny Cage's face? Yeah. Because they still don't know who's going to play Johnny Cage. Yeah, of course. It's not going to be The Miz. Please let it be The Miz. It's not going to be The Miz, Bryce. Please. It won't be The Miz. If they have it, Matthew McConaughey, I may I not watch. Joking. It wasn't Matthew Oh, McConaughey. okay. Good. They have the, had a lot of thought about that Tarn Edgerton, though. Tarn Edgerton would be a good Johnny Cage. Um, so we could do the uh, Kano has a troubling uh, has a trouble using a GPS to track Raiden Simple. This is a callback to the original movie where Sonya tried to use a comp where Sonya tried to use a GPS to get to the. I did love Kano. I loved Kano so much. Didn't he was, you? He, he was really good, honestly. Yes. What? Uh, who? Who played Kano? It was... I don't remember um, his name. Also, they mentioned the Black Dragon like probably like a good ten yeah. times. Now my mouse is frozen, so I can't even scroll over to my thing. Yeah, my mouse is frozen. Great. Um, but yeah, I guess we have to keep uh, talking. Luke Hang mentioned, Bo, mentioned Bo Rai Cho. He did? He mentioned Bo Rai When Rai did Rai he mention Bo Rai Cho? It was, I, I, don't, I don't remember, but I saw it. I'm reading Easter Keep eggs. talking. I have to fix this. I'm, I'm reading Easter eggs. Um, the guy keep who talking. played... I have to fix this. His name was Josh Lawson. Can you know... Uh, Kano was played like Josh by Josh Lawson. That was his name. He's an Australian actor. Um, Kung Lao mentions being the descendant of the great Kung Lao. So that was interesting. Okay, there we go. My my mouse is back. Um, yeah, it was Josh Lawson. That's what I was trying to find. This computer is so slow. 
Um, but I think that is going to do it for Mortal Kombat. Now we will jump right on into the pre-NFL mock draft news. All right. Um, do you want to talk Teddy Bridgewater or Antonio Brown first? Uh, it's up to you. Okay, I guess we will talk about Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, now my things. Luckily, I know the details of the trade without looking at the computer. It's six, right? It's the Broncos traded for Teddy Bridgewater in exchange for a six-round pick, which, oh, the Broncos will also pay, or the Panthers are going to pay $7 million to Bridgewater. The Broncos are going to pay him $3 million. The sixth-round pick ends up being the 191st pick in the draft. So, Kendall, who wins this trade? I think it's, um, in my opinion, I think it's probably the Panthers. They knocked off that salary and only paid $7 million to him. Makes sense. And honestly, yeah, the the Broncos are probably going to end up trading Drew Locke. So it works out well. I think the, the Broncos are done with Drew. He's just done nothing. The Broncos won this trade. No, the Panthers won this trade. Simply because they got and the rid simple of Teddy fact Trashcan because they got rid of Teddy Trashcan, yeah. and I still think they could have got less. I think the Broncos still gave up too much. Okay, that's great, Bryce. I don't know why I'm even talking to you on this. Teddy Bridgewater's not a quarterback, bro. He played pretty well. Last Teddy Bridgewater is a quarterback. If you don't want to win games, you put te- you get he's Teddy a, he's Bridgewater. A game he's literally Drew Locke with a bigger contract. He's a game man. He's Drew. That's all he is. No, he's Brock Osweiler with a smaller contract. That's all he is. He's a game manager. He's Brock Osweiler with a smaller contract. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. cool. All yeah. Right, Bryce, that's, I, mean, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and fight with you about this at all. I'm really not. He I, was injured a lot last year, and he had 3,700 yards, 15 touchdowns, and 11 picks. The 92 QBR. Yeah, what did they do? Please explain to me I mean, yes, they, they weren't good. He was injured for most of the year, Bryce. No. He missed a lot of games. No, he didn't. Look look at the games played. It was 14. Sorry, try to find he played 14 games last year. I just don't. It's Bryce. You and I aren't going to get. You and I are not going to agree on the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing. He played. You and I are not going to agree on the Teddy Bridgewater thing. So I think we move on. Next pre-NFL mock draft news is Antonio Brown re-signed with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Was okay, anybody? Were, were you surprised? Was. I don't want anyone surprised at that at all. There are a lot of people that's like, oh my god, he's going to go somewhere else. I'm like, no. No. He wants another Super Bowl. And this is the best way to get another Super Bowl. The deal is one year uh, worth up to $6.25 million. $3.1 million is fully guaranteed, including a $2 million signing bonus. That's a bargain signing. Antonio Brown will go back to being Antonio Brown. The Antonio Brown that we saw for most of the 2010s. That will be Antonio Brown again. Oh, I forgot to mention another one. The Falcons are trying... The Falcons are open to trading Julio Jones. Yeah, I'm but that one. the Falcons can't trade him until June 1st because his cap hit is astronomical if they try to trade him before then. So I think it drops from like nine or twenty-one million to fourteen million or something. So seven million knockoff. Yeah, but that's why. Yeah, and what teams do you think would be the most suited for 
Julio Jones. I mean, he needs an elite quarterback, obviously. Uh, so I'd say Green Bay, Tampa. I'd say like even somewhere with a younger budding quarterback, maybe like a uh, Los Angeles Chargers. Uh, honestly, somewhere that can teams give up, somewhere that teams can give that up. don't have a second receiver. But imagine, well, imagine a imagine a tandem of Julio Jones and Devontae Adams. Would that be the best tandem in the NFL or not? Oh, by far. Yeah, those are the two best by NFL, far. two best receivers in the NFL. Imagine that tandem. Or imagine the craziest thing. He goes to the Bucks or Chicago. Well, no, I I was talking at work the other oh, day. No. Oh no! Oh no! Oh no! He's going to He's going to go to the Chiefs. No, he's going to go to the Bucks without the Bucks giving up any key players. Actually, you know where I think a lot people are going to see him go. Baltimore. Baltimore. As I yeah. say, Baltimore, Baltimore needs a receiver. Because if if Baltimore gets Julio, him, Dez it's Bryant, over. And, it's um, over. Hollywood Brown, along with Mark it's Andrews, over. and I think they're going to draft a tight end, and I think they're going to draft a receiver they're in this draft because they have two first rounders. That's crazy. There and but hey, <coughs> so if that happens and. There's still no playoff win for Lamar. Do you have to question? He has about a playoff win already. No, but this year, if he if he loses, he loses in the playoffs, first second round. Is there a question about Lamar's ability to win? It depends on who they get in the draft. If they don't because, get a receiver, but if they don't get a listen, receiver, so you don't need that many receivers. Des Bryant, Julio Jones, and then Hollywood Brown. Des is great for the red zone. He's shown it. But Kendall, they still have what Willie Marquise Sneed? Brown has been a disappointment. I think Willie Sneed's gone. I think Willie. I thought Slot Willie. I Sneed think. I, I. But. Marquise Brown has not been a disappointment. Marquise Brown has been a disappointment, Kendall. Why did that have been Willie in the first person with Willie Nelson? <laughs> but I saw Chicago's in the mix for a possible Julio trade. Um, oh, he signed with the Raiders. <clears throat> yeah, I told you he's not well, that's there a anymore. Good signing. That's a really good. But signing. um, yeah. Well, here's the thing. So Chicago's in the mix. I don't get Chicago because the fact that they only have Andy Dalton as their quarterback. It's an upgrade over either one of their quarterbacks that they have. Well, last. yeah, he's definitely going to be better. So what would you would you pair him up with Allen Robinson? Oh, that'd be a scary. Yeah, did, him and Allen Robinson. Kendall? I just, of course, I might be a little biased. And their elite defense. Bay. I want Green Bay to make the trade. <clears throat> Obviously, really Green Bay, Tampa, or Green Bay, Baltimore, and Chicago are the, are three, the three likely are the three top destinations. But I could see Kansas Tampa. City. I could see imagine Tampa. Imagine Kansas City though. But I could see Tampa out of nowhere just be like... I, I could really see a team Oh, like I, I also saw New England's in the mix. New England is in the mix. I could mix. see the Saints trying to make a move for him. Imagine pairing him up with Michael Thomas. I, I also Emmanuel saw... Saint, I also... But Emmanuel's in... Imagine we Buffalo. Emmanuel Sanders. Him and Stephon Diggs. Holy crap, that'd be scary. And Emmanuel Sanders. And Emmanuel Sanders. And Cole Beasley. And Dalton Knox. Dawson Knox. Dawson Knox, sorry. And then Devin Singletary, Josh Allen... That'd be one of the scariest offenses we've ever seen. Fucking nuts! Oh but, God, bro. Uh, yeah. What team? What, what team did I say? I also said I said. Um, uh, you said Chicago a lot. Chicago, Baltimore, Green Bay. Bay. <sighs> um. Then again, you know what other team could use a receiver badly? Cincinnati, Philadelphia. Please. Philadelphia could use a receiver really bad. Please not Philadelphia. I don't want to hear Eagles fans having success. Please no. I want Eagles fans to fucking burn. Alright, you know who my number one dark horse to get him is? Las Vegas. Him and Nelson Aguilar t- uh, teamed up together. Him, Nelson Aguilar, Willie Sneed. Um, Renfro? Hunter Renfro? Hunter Renfro. They have Darren Waller. Yeah. Josh Jacobs. And what's his name? Derek Carr is coming back into his Derek own. Derek Carr has actually proven me wrong. He's been really I good. wrote Derek Carr off 
After his injury, I wrote. No, I wrote Derek Carr off before his injury. He's been really good. He's actually been really good. Derek Carr. The the reason the Raiders didn't make the playoffs last year was not because of their offense. It was because of their division. It was because of their defense. And their division. You're facing that against the Chargers and the Chiefs uh, all the time. The Broncos, no one cares. We could be looking at a scenario next year where, due to all their losses, Kansas City is the worst team in that division. I don't see them losing much. What? They lost their offensive line. Oh, I thought you meant like actual game losses. No, no, they're going to be the worst team in the AFC no. West next year. The, the Broncos will be the worst team for the next few years. And here's why: it's because they gave a quarterback too much money. I foresee the Broncos being the worst team. We're seeing that division for the next few years. All but right, then we might want to move into the. Now I think we need to get into the actual meat, the part that's going to take the longest, the 2021 mock draft, because the draft is tonight. Now we are back for the final portion of the draft. Oh, do you want to go first? No, it's stupid mouse. Um, but now I got my. Basically, what I did is I used CBS Sports look at the top 100 prospects, and like, well, not the top 100, but um, I basically used Daniel Jeremiah's to look at the draft order. I also included some trades that I think may happen. Um, okay, sorry. Um, but yeah, I also included some trades I think will happen. I also looked at CBS Sports for prospect rankings and stuff to see. Okay, do you want to... Number one, I think it's fairly obvious. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, yeah. Trevor Lawrence, I don't even think... Generational, number two are probably Generational both. quarterback. Number two are probably both sticking to the same person. Zach Wilson. Trey Lance. Are you kidding me? I have Trey Lance going number two. Why? I, I just foresee big things out of him. But... Foresee huge things out of him. The Jets literally... Yeah. Move on. Okay. Number three, I have Trey Lance to San Francisco. Number three, I have a trade. The Houston Texans will be trading Deshaun Watson to the San Francisco 49ers for their third pick and other other first-round pick, who will then choose Mac Jones. Are you kidding me? This is the worst mock draft I've ever heard in my entire life, Kendall. Oh, but I can see the Texans 100% doing that <laughs> It'll be a it'll be a big ass mistake seeing Justin Fields and um, Zach Wilson are still on the board, but they're gonna can ruin it somehow. Okay, now I have the fourth pick. I have the first trade of the draft. I have the Chargers trading up with Atlanta to draft Panay Sewell, offensive tackle from Oregon. I just have the Falcons taking Kyle Pitts. Um, here's why I have Panay Sewell. The Chargers need offensive line badly, and they get. To reunite college teammates Panay Sewell and Justin Herbert. Who I still think, despite all the concerns, Panay Sewell is the best offensive lineman in the entire draft. Five. I have Panay Sewell going to the Bengals. I think the Bengals could easily bolster that O-line after we watched after we wa- what we watched happen to after freaking Joe Burrow. After we the murder of Joe Burrow. <clears throat> Five, I have the Bengals taking an offensive tackle. I have them taking Rashawn Slater out of Northwestern. He is a guy who's quickly been sliding up the draft boards after all the concerns with Penny Penny Sewell. Um, so I 
And obviously we know that the Bengals <laughs> need offensive line help. Uh, with the number so that's why I have them taking Rashawn Slater. With number six, Kendall, who do you have the Dolphins have taking? Jalen Waddle. I think they could use another receiver to bolster um to us bolster to his stock. Okay. I have my second trade of the draft. I have the Chicago Bears trading up to number six so they can take quarterback Justin Fields out of Ohio State. Justin Fields, in my opinion, is the second best quarterback in this draft. Interesting. Yeah. On number seven, um, I have my second trade. (laughs) The Panthers will trade up to select Justin Fields. Trading up one spot? Yeah. Trading up one spot? Yeah. What are they? Well, I, so they're going to get like a lot. They're going to get like, uh, they're going to get a whole ton of stuff. <clears throat> um, the, was, the Lions are probably going to take a quarterback. Number seven, I have the Lions taking Jamar Chase. LSU. Interesting. Big receiver, best hands in the draft. It actually gives a target for Jared Goff to throw to, considering they have approximately zero receivers right now. And who do you have at eight, since you have Detroit now? Oh, I have the Slater Slater guy. Rashawn Slater? Rashawn Slater. At number eight, I have the Carolina Panthers taking the versatile weapon, the tight end wide receiver, Kyle Pitts. Kyle Pitts might be the best non-quarterback in this entire draft. And the fact that he would slide to eight is a literal steal, and Sam Darnold has a gem handed to him in Charlotte. So I feel like the Broncos in this next pick are going to try to bolster their defense by taking Patrick Sertin. Interesting. I like that, actually. But I have the Broncos taking Devontae Smith. Wide receiver from That's Alabama. That's so weird, because I have the Cowboys taking Former Devontae Smith. Former Heisman winner, Historic season. Why Why Devontae Smith? They have so many needs. Oh, I know. They don't need a it's receiver. It's a Cowboys pick. It's a Cowboys pick. It's almost obvious that no, at number 10, the Dallas Cowboys are going to draft Patrick Sertan. Best gone? corner in, my, in, my in the draft. You're right, because you have the Lions taking him. Um... No, it's the um, it's not the Lions. It's well, the Broncos. Yeah, that's right. Honestly, right. I feel like the Lions should take him to pair him up with um, <coughs> their court rookie corner they picked last year. Oh, um, Jeffrey great, Okuda. Make a big, big Jeffrey move. Okuda. Um, who do you have the Giants taking at eleven? Giants. Okay, let, me, right, let me open my phone again. Let's see if you and I have the same. So it actually, I have a bit of a trade. The Arizona Cardinals are going to move up. Right. What the fuck and are they're they taking take wide receiver? Who out of Alabama? We have the same player. Wait, no. You haven't set... Wait. Devontae Smith. What the hell? Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith falls to 11 in your draft. That's right. I'm going crazy on this one. Because you know how crazy... What happens if all this works? It happens. I sound like a genius. (laughs) If it doesn't happen, whatever. I made some bad choices. At 11, I have the New York Giants taking... The other wide receiver out of Alabama, Jalen Waddell, who is the best receiver in this draft. So, three out of the top 12 picks, I have receivers 
And four out of the top. And two of them are Alabama receivers. <laughs> two of them are Alabama receivers. At number 12, who do you have the uh, Eagles taking? So I feel like the Eagles need to take some defense here, so they're going to take J.C. Horn. I like it. But I have the Eagles pulling at Eagles and taking Rondo Moore. Who Ron, They need receiver, but, I feel like but, that's but Rondo right. Moore is not the type of receiver that Philly needs. He's a Darren Sproles type player where he can do it all. But first-round talent, yes. First-round receiver, hell no. So, my 13, I'm going to have the Chargers taking linemen and going Christian Derisaw. Ooh, that's a good one. They need line. That's a good one. I have um, the – I remember my trade with the Falcons earlier. So, the Falcons are at 13 now. I have them taking J.C. Horn. Interesting. Out of South Carolina. Cornerback out of South Carolina because they need corner help because their defense is trash. So, but wait, as you as you can probably realize, I'm looking at a mock draft and I'm flipping things around. So I'm realizing players that I said are selected are now gone, and I'm trying to figure out. (laughs) Do you want me to do my fourteen then? Okay, number fourteen, I have the Minnesota Vikings taking the best defensive player in the draft. I have them taking Jalen Phillips, edge rusher out of Miami. Jalen Phillips, if he didn't have his concussion concerns and he wasn't forced to retire because of UCLA's bullshit medical thing, he would have been a top five pick in this draft. Jalen Phillips is a guy that you can play alongside on the other side of Daniil Hunter. And that is going to be a scary pass rush with Daniil Hunter. Um, who? Oh, God. Dalvin Tomlinson, Michael Pierce, and Jalen Phillips. You know, I haven't had a, a Zach Wilson taken yet. Not Zach Wilson, or Mac Jones taken yet. He's still, I think, taken yet. 14 to be the biggest reach of the draft, and Kellen Mond is going to the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> that would be a 100% Vikings thing. <laughs> it would be such a Vikings thing to a do. Fourth round quarterback in the first round, bro. I think they're done with Mr. You, you like that? You like that? Okay. Okay. I have so many. Okay. At number 15, Kendall, who do you have the Patriots taking? Oh, wait, the Patriots traded up for you. No, they didn't. What? No, they didn't. Oh. I'm taking Micah Parsons, Penn State linebacker. He just makes the most sense there. They don't need linebacker. It just makes the most sense. At fourteen, I have the or fifteen, I have the Patriots taking a receiver, which is what they very badly need. I have them taking Kadarius Tony, wide receiver, out of Florida. Um, like I said, they need receiver help, and Kadarius Tony is a burner. Who can get Cam? You are not wrong. You are not wrong at all. Sixteen. Who do you have the Cardinals taking? Oh, God, this is so tough. You want to go through sixteen first? Sixteen. I have the. Arizona Cardinals taking Micah Parsons. Micah Parsons is not an excellent pass rusher. He's not an excellent pass coverage. He's not an excellent run stuffer. Oh, wait, that's not every quarterback. Never mind. Um, Micah Parsons also has a lot of off the field issues with a. I think it's a. What? I think it's a uh, sexual assault or something. Who is it? Micah Parsons. They've already dismissed that. But I think Micah Parsons would be a good fit in Arizona. Um, I've seen him go anywhere between like 
eight and like twenty five. So I think sixteen is per is the perfect spot, like right in the middle. So I feel like they're just gonna end up taking another lineman here. Uh, I don't think the Giants are gonna trade. I don't think so. This is the Cardinals coming. Oh, it's a, it's a projected trade of the Cardinals. Uh, I think they're gonna end up taking um, Ali, uh, Veritaker. Elijah Vera Tucker. Tucker. He just makes sense. Like they need more linemen. If you if you want to boost if you want to boost Kyler to actually be able to throw the ball, you need to protect him more. If you want to boost run. Kyler to throw the ball, you need a different quarterback because that's not happening. You're up. Um, the se- uh, 17, I have the Las Vegas Raiders taking a guy who makes way too much sense to go there for them to not take him. And that is Jeremiah owusu Koromoa, linebacker, cornerback, safety. He's a, mainly a linebacker, but when I showed all those positions, that shows you just how versatile he is. He can be an inside corner, he can be a safety, he can be a linebacker, he's fast enough and athletic enough to play all over the field. Man, my pick feels boring now. And I think it's way too much, it I'm makes just, way too much sense for them I'm just having to take them take a lineman, Liam Eckenberg. <coughs> Liam Eichenberg, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Um, who do you have the Dolphins taking at 18, Kendall? What do you pay the edge rusher out of Michigan? I like that. I have the Dolphins also taking a pass rusher, but I have a guy, I have them taking a guy who has a whole lot of potential, but he's so raw. I have them taking Gregory Russo. He's a development project, but Miami can wait. Miami can patiently develop him because they're a team that has all the pieces to win. Their defense is already nuts. Yeah, they have all the pieces to win now. Listen up, you guys thought I thought you guys thought I forgot about Zach Wilson, huh? No, no. The freaking football team's taking him right now. Wow, wait a thought I forgot about Zach Wilson. No! Way to drop my light, bro. I'm 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 making a big statement. He's going to the football team at number nineteen. They got their guy in the future. (laughs) He falls to nineteen. That is probably the biggest draft steal in NFL history, bro. I don't think he's gonna be that good. I really am not that sold on him. Okay. How many BYU quarterbacks have worked out? How many BYU quarterbacks have they been drafted? Exactly. They're all obviously not that good. I'm pretty sure, Kendall. You're up. I'm pretty sure, Joe Montana. You're up. All right. Go. Until Steve Young was a BYU quarterback. Okay, one quarterback. I was like, all the quarterbacks. Steve Young is a top 10 quarterback of all time, Kendall. Um, Washington, I have them taking a quarterback, too. I have them taking Mac Jones. Wow. Wow. Mac Jones. I saw the reports where he could have a huge fall tonight because he has DUI character concerns. He also is built like a Lego. <laughs> that picture yesterday you showed me. Yeah, he's built like a Lego. But <laughs> uh, I'm going to have the Bears taking Samuel Cosme. Ooh, Texas. offensive tackle. Yeah, I need him. Remember the Dolphins-Bears trade? That I had. Mm-hmm. The Dolphins have the 20th pick now. I have them taking Najee Harris, running back out of Alabama. I like that. Um, they are in desperate need of a running back, a number one running back, and Najee Harris could be that guy. Najee Harris is a good mix of power. He's a good mix of catching the football. Um, and you get a potential running back of the future in Najee Harris. Who do you have the Colts taking at 21? I don't know. Um, at 21, the Colts will be taking Jalen Phillips, an edge rusher out of Miami. You know how much I would love that if they took Jalen Phillips. They need him. But Jalen Phillips is going to be gone by then. Um, <clears throat> I have the Colts taking a guy you said earlier, Elijah Vera Tucker, because they need a guy to replace Anthony Costanzo, and that is a guy who could very much replace Anthony Costanzo. Who do you have the Titans taking at 22? The Titans, I feel like they're going to take another cornerback. 
Eric Stokes out of Georgia. I can see that. Um, I have them taking Rashad Bateman, wide receiver out of Minnesota. Point, uh, basically, they need another receiver now that they lost John U. Smith and Corey Davis. So I think they're going to reach for Rashad Bateman, and they're going to take him at 22. Hmm. Who uh, of the Jets taking? I have the Jets taking Aziz Ojolari. Aziz Ojolari? I like that. Ojolari, an edge Pass rusher, yeah. Who do you got? I have them taking Asante Samuel Jr. Oh, I like that. Asante Samuel Jr. reminds me a lot of his dad, who was Asante Samuel <laughs> Wow, wow, thanks so much for letting us know who's dad But the Jets need a whole lot more than just a quarterback in the corner. They need everything. They really But I don't think they would take a running back. I don't think they would take a running back in the first round if it's not, if Najee Harris isn't there. Um, So that's why I think they take corner, which that's probably their biggest area of need after they drafted Zach Wilson. So for me, I say that. The Steelers are going to end up taking <clears throat> Najee Harris because they just lost James Conner. I saw I saw reports of the Steelers taking him at twenty four. Yeah, it makes sense. They just lost James Conner and they have really no one behind it. I saw them take. I I have them taking Christian Darrisaw, offensive tackle oh. out of Virginia Tech, because their offensive line became garbage in the last few weeks after they lost Marquise Pouncey, after they lost Alejandro Villanueva. Yeah, so that's why I think they're going to take. Christian Darisaw. So I have the I have the Jags bolstering their defense. I have them taking Jason Owa out of Penn Jason Owe. Oh, I really can't pronounce names. Well, it's an a, it's a E H. Okay, I have the Jags taking Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle out of Oklahoma State. Get a guy that can protect Trevor Lawrence because we saw what happens when number one overall quarterbacks don't have protection. Yeah. So I have the um, Browns taking Jeremy Owasu Car. Koromora. Jeremiah Owosu Koromoa, JOK. JOK out of Notre Dame, the linebacker. Imagine, dude, imagine that freaking that defense that was him on there now. I know. Holy crap. <clears throat> I have the Browns taking a linebacker, but I have them taking Zayvon Collins out of Tulsa. So you, uh, they, they haven't had a real, like, pass cover linebacker field general since, um, what's his name, um, Joe Schobert left. So that's what Zayvon Collins can be for them. He can be... Kind of a Joe Schobert type. So you uh, you guys thought my Kellen Mond shit was crazy? Yeah, no. The Bears are going to trade with the Ravens and take and take Kyle Trask. That's right. That would be a Bears. That's move. right. That's right. Watch how stupid they are. And Mac Kyle Jones Trask. is still no. Mac Jones went oh, yeah, to the right. Texans. That's right. He went three. Texans. <laughs> they went to the freaking Texans for some reason. Baltimore Ravens. I have them taking Quiddy Pay, edge rusher out of Michigan. Um, Quiddy Pay might be the second best pass rusher in the draft. Um, I just think there's a whole lot of potential with Gregory Russo and it's hard to pass on him in the first round. That's why I had Miami taking him because they can develop him and still win at the same time. But the Baltimore Ravens get a guy who's ready now and a guy that will bolster their pass rush to help ease the pain of losing Matt Judon. <clears throat> so at 28, I have the Saints taking Greg News in the second. Out of Northwestern, I think this would make sense. They just need more. They need more corner help. I oh, have a lot more corner help. I have the Saints taking Tyson Campbell, cornerback out of Georgia. That Georgia secondary was nuts last year with um, what's his name? Where where 
It was, uh, yeah. George, uh, I just had it. Just saw it. Yeah, with uh, Tyson Campbell. And then they have, um, yeah. But there's another, oh, oh, God. It's um, a corner that went earlier in the draft. Patrick Sertan? No, Patrick Sertan's Alabama. Oh, Caleb Farley. That's right, it's him and Caleb Farley. Caleb Farley's, Caleb Farley has fallen due to injury concerns. Probably not. But, yeah, it was him and Caleb Farley. That's right. Um, but still, Tyson Campbell, I think, will be not as good as Caleb Farley, but Tyson Campbell will be more consistent due to not injury concerns. So, I am really happy with this pick that I think the Packers are going to do. They're going to take Asante Samuel Jr. I really think they need corners. Bad. Kevin <coughs> King proved he can't play in coverage at all. And, or man. I, um, or anything. I have something I think you're going to be happy about. The Green Bay Packers taking Elijah Moore, wide receiver out of Ole Miss. A first round, a first round receiver. A they, first round receiver. They haven't done that since uh, 2002. The Packers have Holy crap. The receiver in the Aaron first Rodgers round. will be so happy. Elijah Moore gets is becomes the number two behind Devontae. De, Adams. Behind Devontae Adams, and he and he goes no one's start over and he's ahead of a guy who can't catch an MVS. Hey, MBS can catch. It's just who do you have Buffalo he's taking? Like, he's like Nelson Aguilar. I have them taking Javante Williams, a running back out of North Carolina. Running? Yeah. Do you mean Michael Carter? Nope, Javante Williams. Michael Carter's the running back out of North Carolina, bro. No, it's not Javante Williams. That might be the weirdest thing. Let me uncheck this. But you don't have to check this in the middle. You can check it afterwards, Bryce. Hold on. All right. um, While Bryce is doing that, I'm going to give you my 31. Yeah, go your Just because uh, I'm going to go with the Ravens taking Rashad Bateman out of Minnesota. Holy crap. They do have two. um, So I feel like he'll be a really good, he'll be a really, really good fit to go with them. Because we were talking about Julio possibly going there. If they don't take Julio, (coughs) I mean, come on. You get another really good receiver in the draft. Okay. I have the Bills taking Greg Newsom the second, cornerback out of Northwestern. Yeah, um, what's his name? Sean McDermott had the most success that um, he had as a defensive coordinator when he was with Philly in 2009 and 2010 when Sante Samuel was there. I think he's just going to follow that trend and have a second a second lockdown corner to pair alongside Tredavious White. Good luck passing on this team. That's all I will say. Baltimore, who do you have them taking, Kendall? Adam taking the receiver, um, Bateman. Rashad Bateman. Uh, I had Baltimore taking Terrace Marshall Jr., wide receiver out of LSU. Uh, it makes sense. Baltimore gets a receiver for Lamar to throw to. Um, who do you have Tampa taking at 32? Again, no. One second, sorry. I have them taking Caleb Farley, Farley out of Virginia Tech. This makes sense. Bulls draft I that's defense. right. Caleb Farley wasn't. I thought he was at the Georgia. I thought he was at Actually, Georgia. I have them uh, trading... For the number one pick, <coughs> taking Trevor Lawrence. Imagine Just imagine Trevor Lawrence behind Tom Brady for two years or that. Oh my gosh! I have Tampa taking Trayvon Merrick, safety out of TCU. The Bucks don't really need much. I feel like they could use safety help though. They definitely could. Um, Trayvon Merrick's the best safety in the draft, and I know safeties aren't highly valued anymore. They're like the running backs of on defense. They're replaceable. But I think Trayvon Merrick is too good to pass up if he's available at 32. 
That is going to do it for the mock draft for the first ever unfiltered talk with Bryce mock draft. Stay tuned for next year's mock draft. And also stay tuned for Bryce's reaction to the draft after it happens. Yes. Although I'll be at work tonight. But that's going to do it. I hope you enjoyed. If you did, make sure you share it. And I will catch you guys next week. Peace.